0: I wonder what he would do right now. It's getting harder for me lately to add your father to our family situations. He used to come so easily, but so much has changed to grandchildren and marriages, and. And I don't know if it's this disease, but it's. It's like my brain won't allow me to actually add him to scenes
1: sometimes, you know? He wouldn't leave Kevin's side tonight.
2: Yeah, that is for sure. And he'd be worried that you would drink.
3: Thanks, Kate. <laughs> what will Let
2: me stay busy, sure the best
0: when you're busy yes I, mm. I actually have a project for you I don't know how many good years I have left I just know that I want to spend as much time with you guys as possible and I found um, a different kind of piece at the cabin this year Kev build me that house
4: the house he was going to build for me. We get what we yeah. We get what we What a year,
1: huh?
5: Yeah.
1: It'll get better. It's always darkest before the dawn. But so we hang our tragedies on fence posts, and we fight on. What do we do? I don't know, it sounds better when Beth says it. <laughs>
0: You're going to be fine, honey. And the state would probably look down on it, but for the record, I would marry you. Me too. <laughs> I would marry all of you. Oh. <laughs>
2: <we get,
0: laughs>
4: thanks, Mom.
3: Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us too. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC. So let's sit back, relax, and have a good cry. Hello, hello everybody. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson.
5: Oh, my name is Blake. When they started playing Kaleo at the end of this episode, I I I freaked out. I freaked out because Kaleo is one of my favorite bands.
3: Really? Oh. How did I not know this about no, you? No, you know this is the Icelandic band. Oh, that, yes. that I play
5: all the time.
3: Yes, this is when you're listening to like non super intense music. <laughs> that's like <laughs> like it's not rock. What do you listen to that like makes me anxious?
5: Uh, I listen to a lot of synth music when I'm concentrating. Yeah,
3: it drives me bananas. This I can handle. Yeah,
5: this is really good. Uh, it's K- Kaleo is the best, and when I heard that I just because I know that song I know it very well I know all the lyrics and I just I know exactly what is happening at Mm -hmm. that moment and when she says Kevin build me that house and that, that piano hits it's just like yep I, you, you got me, guys. You, you got me. Okay.
3: <laughs> I dig it.
5: Damn you, Dan Fogelman. <laughs> you got me again.
3: So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time for the finale episode, hello and welcome. But in This Is Us too we love to relate how our lives can kind of also be seen throughout the episode because this is us too, you know? that's I think one of the cool things about the show is that you often connect with a different character in each episode, or you can see something that happened in someone's life that's close to you an episode or in a character's involvement. So Blake, yes. final story time of the season.
5: Final to- story time of the season for me is this. Uh, in it, it's, it's kind of an offshoot of this episode. It doesn't have anything to really do with um, th- this episode in particular, like the, ma- the main story point of it, uh, only because uh, I'm in a happy marriage and we didn't run away from each other at our weddings. Mowage. Mowage, uh, which by the way, sneaky clue. Sneaky Clue. I'm, we're going to get into that later mm. on. Sneaky my Clue.
3: Marriage is what brings off to give to die. <laughs>
5: Anybody want to peanut?
3: One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that, that has been an ongoing thing in Kevin Pearson's yep, life. I know. Um, so you,
5: you folks have listened to Mary and I now for quite some time. And I think one of the things that you do not know about me is that my mother was a massive fan of the show Dynasty. She, too, taped all of the episodes of Dynasty on our little VCR. Nice. And she, too, I, we have the whole, I'm not sure if we still have it. I know we did. We had, like, almost every season of Dynasty
3: mm-hmm.
5: in our house, just on tape.
3: Not our house, his family's yeah,
5: house. Yeah, my family's house. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and my name comes from a character in Dynasty. Doctor Blake Carrington. Oh yeah! My mother was so obsessed with Dynasty that she named me after a character. And the great thing is that Mary and I have continued that tradition, naming our little ass and our little lad after characters from television shows that we characters or actors or actors. Yes. So I'm happy to say that we. we have continued that tradition, yes. which, which is amazing. So Doreen
3: and- is smiling down, being like, well done. They love television I know. so much. <laughs> just like I do. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, I know. So JJ
3: uh, for- Abrams would be proud of the show Felicity, knowing that there's a little lass in I Rhode Island.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was I, I was very pleased when they when they were talking about Dynasty. And every time I, I think of Dynasty, I think of my mother. And uh, so it was just one of the, it's like, in Rhode Island we say that's a Rhode Island moment, like when you know somebody yeah. that you ran into and somehow you know their mother and they know your sister and whatever. That's how Th- it this is. was like a little like this is us moment. Mm. You know, it's like an offshoot of a Rhode Island moment it's I just, love it. It's just so this is us that I would uh I would have my name after Dr. Blake Carrington and they feature that I love on This it. Is Us.
3: So um, before we get into this show, thank you for story time, Blake. You're welcome. Love it so much. Remember, we wanted to remind you all that you can keep up with Blake and myself on social media. If you've been tuning in through your ear pods and through your podcast app and you're like, I like these people, you can actually find our other podcasts so we can keep you company while This Is Us is not on air. You can go to maryandblake.com where we have all of our podcasts and blogs laid out there for you. Um, in the meantime, we are also doing, um, we're starting up a podcast about the show The Last Kingdom, which is on Netflix. So that will be starting up in June. Um, we are still podcasting about Harry Potter. We're mm-hmm. just going to keep on going. So if you're a Potter fan, check out the Potterverse. It is actually the top fifth podcast for Harry world. Potter in the entire world. We so, moved
5: into the number five spot.
3: Oh my gosh. This is like, if I could have a crown for nerddom, oh. we're almost there.
5: We're, we're making it through. it and. And also we have the MCU Diaries mm-hmm. as well. And um, yeah, that, that will be starting back up in June. I think the first or second week of June. And of course, if you want to read some stuff that Mary and I do, I'm actually doing a blog series about The Handmaid's Tales It's just called The Handmaid's Diaries mm-hmm. at com. Anything else you want to just make sure everybody knows before we get into the rest of this episode,
3: Mivan? Ma- no, that's really it. That is it, man. All right. Let's, let's, let's keep it on uh, coming.
5: Let's get her done, shall we?
3: Like, break on down the episode facts for me.
5: All right, nerds, this is the finale. This is the season five finale. Normally, there are 18 episodes for This as Us. However, this was a shortened season by two episodes.
3: It's been a hard year.
5: It's definitely been a it's been a. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year, you know? But,
3: but what did he just say? It always gets better. Uh, whatever Beth says better. It's the
5: darkest before the dawn. Hey, there and you we go. We put our whatever is on fence posts and... <laughs> I just love that whole yes. interaction. That final interaction between them is gold. Uh, anyway, the title for this finale is the Adirondacks, which is a reference to, of course, the Adirondack chairs that they're sitting on. Uh, what What are you looking at? me? No, fine?
3: I'm just, I don't know what they're going to do with the M1.
5: What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll just give it to her.
3: I mean, hey. Why not?
5: Kevin puts his Adirondack chair in like his living room.
3: They no, they can. I mean, they live together still right now, so they're gonna have to figure that out. But maybe they can like change it so it's the kids' initials on the Adirondack chairs. Oh, that's, that's or give it to Miguel. He needs a Adirondack chair in hey, the cabin. Hey, who
5: wouldn't want... Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Y'all sleep in my boy, Miguel. There you go. Uh, all right, so that was the Adirondacks. The director was Ken Olin. He's written a... I'm sorry. He has directed a kabillion episodes of This Is Us. And, of course, the writer was the showrunner and creator of This Is Us, Dan Fogelman. He has written a kabillion episodes of This Is Us.
3: Everyone's saying M is for mom. Oh, Kevin sure. and mom. Okay, yeah.
5: Sure, whatevs.
3: Um, I'm, I'm raining on... On the parade of, of Ken Olin. Uh, and that,
5: uh, if you, you can look up all the different episodes that they've both done, you can do that on your own time. They, it's just, we'd be here for the rest of the episode talking about all the episodes that they've either written or directed for This Is
3: Us. The Lemonade Rating, Marvin, what are you giving the finale? I'm giving it a 4.9, which I know many people may say, What? That's way too high. Watch it a second time. If you have not watched it a second time and if your rating is super duper low and you're like, oh, uh, I'm so curmudgeon about this episode, it didn't give me what I wanted, just watch it a second time and hang with them. Yeah. Hang with the Pearsons. Sure. You know, life throws you some curveballs. And I liked it to begin with. I think that your rating is much higher than I thought yours was going to be as well.
5: Yeah, Mary and I share a Google Doc, uh, and she never she doesn't look at the Google Doc until we you know, get live here. I and, just show up.
3: I'm the talent. You I, know, don't, I don't work in the Google
5: Doc. <laughs> I'm the nerd that puts it all together. <laughs> I'm uh, the Ron
3: Burgundy who just reads it.
5: <laughs> hold on.
3: I'm Ron Burgundy? It's true.
5: Uh, I'm giving this one a four, seven. And Mary is surprised because when we finished the episode last night, she's like, hey, what do you think? And that's usually the conversation we have. We do not get into detail. Yeah. Everything we talk about here is live, that, it, live time, and we don't discuss it. But we usually say, did you like it or did you not like it? And I said, I didn't like it. That's what he said. I did. I said, I, you know what? I don't like it. And now like
3: Blake, it. the super harsh grader, gave it a 4.7.
5: I gave it a four seven, and my initial rating—it four? It, it was like a three nine. Mm, yeah, it was a three nine. That's what
3: I was thinking from your reaction. Because and, and
5: there, there are two parts of my brain here that—I mean, there are. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <True>. You're welcome. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Hashtag facts. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, there That's are two I'm parts of my brain here. There's the fan that geeked out, and then there's the the critic that was like. Oh, what are we doing okay um, and i've gone i've been in and i'm out all day i've been wrestling with my rating all day i i i blew off work essentially trying to figure out what i'm gonna rate this thing <laughs> and i think i'm back in again as of this moment i'm back in again so i'm giving it a 4-7 you're so different
3: here you are like oh how do i feel about this is us it's painting me i can't focus I'm, I'm like, I'll watch it a second time. Oh, I like it even more. <laughs> great. <laughs> the end.
5: <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Marvin. Your GBG. What do you got for your good, your bad, and your great?
3: My good is that they didn't get married. Well done. Well done. You what, know why?
5: Why? Well done for them or Both the writers. Both of them, or For everybody. The creative team. Yeah. All
3: of Way to be palsy. Okay, okay? Sure. You All know, right. yep. everyone is expecting a wedding. Um, mm. And then with everything that's been going on and and Madison watching that video... Like, Kevin was either going to have to say, I'm in love with you, and blow us all away. Blow us all away.
5: <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you know, uh, actually, I don't have that queued up here. I oh, have to play it. Because it's oh. also
3: a reference to Rebecca and Beth. Here
4: comes the <laughs> See,
3: it's, it's not only a Hamilton reference, but a meta reference back to the show. Um, so, yes, I, you know, after seeing the clip that Madison got to watch of Kevin's reaction to what do you doing? Think is going to be your future when you grow old together, and her hesitancy's there. And then you'd think, okay, is Kevin going to finally be able to say, Of course, I'm head over heels in love with you? Like, you are all I want. And he wasn't able to. You're sitting there, and you just want to take a fish and smack him in the face. <laughs> but he couldn't. So he was honest to himself. Yep. Madison was honest to herself and to Kevin. And she's confidently saying, listen, we're going to still make this work. We're still going to co-parent. So I think that it is a very beautiful modern take on this. There are so many people who do get married mm-hmm. due to children and everything that works out beautifully. I know tons of couples. I have loads of friends who, you know, um, egg came before chicken that's awesome.
5: Came before chicken.
3: Yeah, but if the marriage isn't supposed to be, I gotta it, say it right. Mowage. Okay, good. Mowage. <laughs> then it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yes. My bad. <clears throat> I feel terrible for saying this. The Tess storyline. Oh, don't feel bad about that, kiddo. Don't okay. feel bad about that because because we've gone through this whole journey with Beth. Okay, recently. Yes. And then Beth just has to be like caretaking mom mode. Like, who cares about my feelings and everything I've gone through? And wow, my daughter still treats me like crap. And yet I'm just going to be happy and do the best that I gosh darn can. Tess. Okay, first off, you know what the bad goes to? The wedding planner for not having the girls try on the dresses. Mm -hmm. What is this atrocity? They didn't even know what they were wearing until they showed up, or did Tess know, and then she was like, whatever, whatever, I'll just wear whatever, and then she chose to pitch a fit.
5: I think that's probably more of the likely... I mean, they
3: had to get their sizes. You know, you know
5: Kevin. Kevin ain't allowing you kn- nobody oh, to go not no. trying on their stuff.
3: Seriously, except Tess didn't. Yeah, Kevin... Groomzilla totally would have said yes. like, okay, this is the color scheme. Beth, what are the girl's sizes? This is what I'm thinking about getting. You know that Beth at movie night was like, guys, can I show you, you know, friends, can I show you this? these dresses? Yeah, of it's going to be amazing. Um, so it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. This wedding has been planned now for a while. It's not a shotgun wedding. It's not super duper quick. Why didn't Tess know what she was wearing?
5: Right. And, and the fact of the matter too is,
3: it's like you're
5: and she's being a, a moody little teenager. You are Which changing is fine. you are changing this bridesmaid's dress in the last second before this wedding.
3: Let's like, hope you're never a bridesmaid again. You want to know what happens to your bridesmaid? You wear a fugly dress. I know. It's and, your job.
5: And like this is this is not about you. This is about the other person and you're just being like, "Yeah, I feel like doing it. So, yeah, you change it up." And and Beth Oh. A little surprised in Beth. Little surprised for the mom moment, being like, "This no, is not about you. We made a commitment. You, this is not. You are not the bride. You it's not it about the hour. You. Just wear it for the hour. That's all you got to do. And then take it off. Wear it for the ceremony and wait it. Wear it when you're getting introduced and you're dancing and yada yada blah, 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 all that stuff.
3: I had a moment where when Tess was complaining. I was like, wait a second. Do I know? Do I have I missed something about Tess in the sense that she won't wear clothing that is feminine at all. Mm-hmm. Is that something that she feels very very uncomfortable with? And so I thought, oh, I I must have blocked this out. Like maybe this is part of what make what where she feels comfortable and part of her journey mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but no, she still wore a dress. It just looked like a 1950s dress, just yeah. with like a t-shirt over it and yeah. like hiked up and stuff. So I don't know. I just sat there and I was like, good thing the wedding didn't happen because groomzilla.
5: Oh, that wouldn't.
3: He'd have been like, Tess, you used to be my favorite. Now you're out. Now it's Peggy.
5: <laughs> Hold on. Here comes the
6: general- it's
5: you messed up the picture. <laughs> All right. And you're great. What is your great?
3: Just the jaw dropping moments. Okay. Such as the ending, as crazy as it was. Yeah. I just kept going, what? What? Wait, what? What? Wait, what just happened? Like, what? <laughs> wow, we're gonna have to rewatch that whole last five minutes because yeah. you're sitting there looking for Easter eggs left and right. I was so thankful that there was a conversation between Randall and Rebecca, um, just for her to say, like, "This is why I'm crying because mm-hmm. I'm sorry and because I robbed you of these moments." Um, the just uh, Madison's sheer br- like honesty and bravery of standing up and saying this isn't right and I'm not going to do this and finally standing up for herself and mm-hmm. something that we haven't seen her. It's just these moments where i kept going wow wow
5: wow yeah absolutely all right my good uh and and this is what the one that i've been kind of like wavering on sorry as i fixed mary's microphone again there we go um th- this is what i've been like kind of wavering on and or waffling on all day waffling is th- the fact that the show it still has the creative juice to surprise me and it's not that the, the 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 Madison not getting married and Kevin not getting that didn't surprise me. We knew that that was pretty well telegraphed in my opinion.
3: I mean, and Kevin was going to foot the bill, so it's really okay if you lost some money on the down
5: payment. Sure. It's all it's that was all telegraphed. It's fine. But the show still has a creativity to not only uh introduce a brand new timeline that none of us have or flash forward that none of us have, had seen coming, but introduce the fact that Kate is getting married to a new person in that in that time timeline.
3: And he's got an accent.
5: <laughs> oh. um, I got an accent.
3: Um, <laughs> That's why I married you.
5: Oh, there you go. Hold on, your it's like
3: from Boston couldn't get someone from England, so, <laughs>
5: so or got, Ireland. So you got the 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 opposite. You know, someone who you know who rebelled against England. There you go. Know? Um, I, and this is what I was waffling on the entire time. Am I okay with that reveal? Am I okay with that moment, the ending moment? And we're going to get into this. The ending moment overshadowing a a, a well mm. told story. Uh, about your expectations and, and marriage and, and weddings and family values. Am I okay with that? And that's what I waffled over uh, all, all day. Waffled. The, the bad for me was going to be this shock value reveal. But it's not.
3: It's not Gregory.
5: Uh, what do you mean?
3: Isn't that her neighbor's name?
5: The, oh, yeah, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, 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 like, I, I knew you were talking about the neighbor, but I, I didn't know what She's you meant.
3: She's not marrying him.
5: No, definitely not marrying him. The bad for me is actually the conversation between Randall and Rebecca.
3: Oh my gosh, that was part of my great.
5: And it's not to say that the conversation is bad or mm-hmm. that it's not cathartic, because it really is. It's yeah. something that those two people and those two characters, they absolutely need. Need it. Bad. The reason why this is my bad is because this was the first time I think ever in This Is Us that I felt something was shoehorned in because of time. My gut hmm. tells me that this conversation was supposed to happen before.
3: Oh, see, I don't think so. I think Randall's been like tiptoeing and like avoiding all this time, and Rebecca's finally like, We're here. Like, I've got to do this. Yeah, and... I think about the awkward conversation I had at our friend's wedding because someone was avoiding me.
5: Oh, And yeah, I was yeah. like,
3: hi. Yes. We're having this talk now. Yes. And
5: I, and I get that. And I'm not saying that a wedding isn't a time that you have those conversations, but like right before the wedding and everything is going nuts and everybody is...
3: She needed to get it off her chest. She has Alzheimer's. Again,
5: I, I get it. I'm just saying... The pacing of – I don't want to say the pacing. The, the narrative of this episode, it didn't f- – I, I don't feel like it fit well into that narrative. It was we need to get this done and resolved for the most part before next season mm-hmm. so that we can move on to other things between these two. My gut tells me pre-pandemic, this was going – you're going to have more time in St. Louis uh, when when she was supposed to go to this thing and she, and she and Randall made her do it the wedding was supposed to happen by the end, but this conversation was supposed to probably happen before the wedding began. That's my gut. That's what it tells me. So this is the only time that I feel like this is us rushed something because they 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 only had had 16 episodes. Exactly. And it's not their fault. They, they, so it's
3: not even a real bad, and that's why your score is so high. You just feel like things had to be made different because of the pandemic, and you're okay with it, but it would not have been your ideal situation. Right, right. What's your grade?
5: My grade? I actually have a tie, and Ooh. of course it has to go with Kevin and Madison. The, yes. the brutally honest conversation, uh, one that is real and honest and, and forthright, and uh, the scene between the two is just excellent. And the direction is incredible. The lighting is incredible. Everything about that scene is gorgeous. <sighs> uh, a huge, huge commandment of Mary and Blake Media, massive commit commandment, is the emotional math always has to add up. Always. Whatever you're doing. I don't care what. It could be two people getting ice cream. It could be, it could be a, a wedding not about to happen. It can be whatever. The emotional math always has to add up. And this instance with this wedding not taking place, the marriage not being um, made a thing, it makes sense. We've said this entire time. We can see it saying, okay, either they get married or they don't. And I'm not surprised if they don't get married. All of the transactions between the two, all of the interactions between the two have made sense. And it's led to this. As a result, the emotional math always adds up. The, uh, the other great part for me, too, is this great visual clue and this great visual trick that they used with Madison in the flashback after the boyfriend breaks up with her. She's eating the ice cream. She's got the red uh, tracksuit on and she puts the headband on. And you're like, OK, why am I watching this? What are we doing here? And you're like, oh, OK, you know, they're just showing her maybe how she started to develop this, this eating mm-hmm. problem, um, bulimia. But then you realize, oh, no, no, no. That's not just her development. This is when, she right before yes. she goes and shows up to this thing. Uh, yeah, huge. Not a huge reveal, but just a recontextualization. And that is something that I love. Give me something that I've already seen mm-hmm. and then turn it on its head. Yep. And th- This Is Us has done that uh, in, in great fashion yes. uh, for this episode. So that is my good and my bad and my great. Love it. All right, so now it's time for the big three, listener feedback. Now, normally we only do three listener feedbacks.
3: Are you only doing voicemail feedbacks right now?
5: I I only have voicemails queued up. But if you want to go on uh, Facebook or whatever, you are more than welcome to do that. And the reason why I'm saying this right now is because it's the finale. So I just want to get everybody's voice in as much as I can. And we will go along with conversations and we'll, we'll bring them in naturally. How's that sound?
3: Sounds great. Okay,
5: so let's, uh, let's get the voicemails going and then Mary will bring up some uh, Facebook comments. All right, let's do it. And we said...
6: That's three. Big three? Big three! Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Mel from Massachusetts. Hey, Hi. Mel. Uh, I love the pod so much. How-
5: hold on I gotta play this your cousin from Boston, Boston. thank you Mel
6: hi Marion Blake this is Mel from Massachusetts uh, I love the pod so much however I didn't love this episode so no unfortunately problem. I'm gonna have to give it a 3.5 lemonades it didn't really achieve everything I hoped it would Okay. my good was probably all the bits with Nikki. I think he's really endearing and it's just very lighthearted and cute. My bad was that Kevin and Madison Madison didn't get married. I really hoped they would. I've been really shipping them ever since she got pregnant. I thought it was an unlikely pair that mm. could complement each other. And I'm mostly mad at the writers for not building that relationship the way that they could have. Mm. Um, I almost feel like they intended to, but then COVID happened and they didn't have time to, but maybe that's naive, but I'm still hoping they maybe will build a relationship next season. I don't know. At this point, I don't think Kevin (laughs) belongs with anyone, but I was also really bummed out that, you know, I love Madison so much. I'm bummed that we didn't see her comforted because even though she broke it off at the end, she was still heartbroken. And I wish we got to see her after that awful scene that was really hard to watch my great was probably Tess and Beth repairing their relationship. But overall, I didn't really have a big great. Uh, that shock ending, that's going to sit with me all summer. I can't believe it. Uh, I almost feel like this teacher is Duke 2.0, oh, but just a little bit oh. more attractive with an English accent. <laughs> but, jeez. Oh, man. All right. Love you guys.
5: Mel, you are not wrong. And I don't think that you're naive for feeling the way that you feel. Uh, especially as it relates to Kevin and Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it possible that uh, y- your boy here, Philip is, um, is, is he Duke point Oh? No. I mean, it's possible, but I doubt it.
3: I've got a phenomenal, phenomenal hot take. Oh, hold um, on. Coming in, coming in straight. Coming in hot. What do you got? Coming in hot right. from Monica Esco- Escobedo on Facebook. She gave this a 5. By the way, 5 lemonade. She okay. said the good, the healing conversations between Beth and Tess and Rebecca and Randall. The bad, Tess in that bridesmaid dress. This was not about you, Tess, the great. Madison finally getting to the root of her issues, standing up for herself and knowing her worth. You go, girl. This coupled with the fact that Kevin didn't lie and just say what he thought she wanted to hear. Snaps to that. But here is Monica's hot like tss-
5: like nuclea Yes. We, we're talking take. nuclear. Yes. All right. Nuclear take. What do Hold you got?
3: Hold on to your butts as one of my favorite lines of Jurassic Welcome Park. To Jurassic Park. Teacher boy. Uh huh. Philip. Philip. Is indeed Kevin's future brother in law, but not because he's marrying Kate. It's because he's Madison's half-brother, same mom, and Kevin will be marrying Madison in the future. The uh, wedding we're seeing for Kate will be a vow renewal with Toby after a San Francisco job fractures their relationship, and they find they were back to, to being stronger than ever. Hold up. Madison's mom had a British accent. Yeah. The only other person we know with a British accent is Philip. People don't come into this show for no reason. Like doctor guy who likes horses.
5: Yeah. We think that's Sally's kid. We think kid. that's
3: Sally's kid, right? Yeah.
5: And we think that's Nikki's kid, actually, with Sally.
3: Because we were like, oh, they all like animals. So here we are, meeting the only other British person who also was blonde. <sighs> that see Whoa. That's a nuclear take. I know, that's why I said like tss, But like, that's wow. that's
5: like but you know what we played we obviously we play our hot takes X Files. That is X Files nuclear hot take. I know. And that's like the truth is out there. And, you know, that's almost a little tinfoil hat for me. Okay. Almost a little tinfoil
3: hat. I'm not saying I believe it. I just think it's really well, hot. All right,
5: I want I want to operate under an assumption for the rest of this episode. Okay. Okay. And the and this is one of the things that I think I struggle with. Uh, <sighs> with This Is Us. Maybe
3: waffle with? I,
5: I waffle. I keep waffling.
3: <laughs> I'm so hungry for a waffle. I know. I
5: want waffles too now. <sighs> This Is Us has taught us as viewers to watch it a certain way. Yeah. It's taught us that everything you see is what you see, but it ain't what you see necessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it goes back to that big reveal at the end of episode 101. Yeah. Kevin, uh, uh, Jack and Rebecca have this baby, but guess what? It's 1980 and- there are little clues stuck throughout that first episode. And guess what? All these kids are Jack and Rebecca's kids. And guess what? Jack's not in the picture later on. Like, so they showed you, but with more context, you have a better understanding. And, you're, and because of this, you're, you're looking to find an answer. You're looking to see the cracks. You're looking to see, okay, what am I missing? What are the Easter eggs here so that I can find out the twist?
3: What did I miss?
5: Before, they, before they drop it on me. So I, one of the problems that I had with this episode was during this whole twist thing with Rebecca, and, I'm sorry, with Kate and your boy Philip. all I kept looking to find was, okay, how is this, how are they trying to trick me? How are they trying to... Make I know. It.
3: I have an idea of how they're trying to trick you in the in
5: the forward, yeah, yeah, five year it, forward, yeah, 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 in the flash forward. Okay. Um, how are they trying to trick me? How is this not the way that it seems? Because okay. the way, the obvious thing, the way that it seems is Kate got divorced from Toby. Yep. She's getting married to Music Boy. Yep. And this is their wedding day, and Kevin's giving the speech. Love it. That. Is the way that it appears to me. Yes, I'm trying to look at all the wording. I'm trying to look at all the things that are happening around the characters. Ooh, yeah. I'm trying to look very specifically because they choose their words so carefully, very carefully.
3: So can I throw in a little bit? I mean, should we just do this? Like, while we're in the midst of Big Three, are we going to finish the Big Three? Are we? Are we taking a moment to be Uh, like, let's delve in?
5: um, No, no. Well, yeah. You know what? Let's delve in. Let's dive in here. Okay, but I. I started this off by saying, I want to operate under an assumption. And it's not because I want to do that. It's because Dan Fogelman has told me this. Dan Fogelman has come out and confirmed that Kate and Toby are not together.
3: Yeah, he doesn't wear a ring in the future.
5: I know. And he has confirmed that she is marrying Philip.
3: Totes down for that.
5: And, oh my uh, gosh,
3: and he's a music teacher for blind kids. No wonder Jack-Jack is a rock star.
5: Exactly, exactly. Both of them. Uh, he, uh, Sorry, Dan Fogelman uh, says in in an interview with uh, Deadline, he said, um, Fogelman confirmed that, uh, that well, what's his name? Philip has been promoted to a series regular. His name is Chris Greer. He's been promoted to a series regular for season six as his character's marriage to Kate will pick up where the finale left off. With Kevin and recently Kate's relationship, the show has tried to put forward some really successful marriages. But the honest truth is that really loving and great marriages don't always survive. And marriage is not for everybody. With both Kevin and with the second marriage of Kate... Yeah. We have some new territory to explore. So
3: this is confirmed. Confirmed. This that's is straight, confirmed. That's Kate is marrying from the British Fulman. guy.
5: And he says, the reveal of Kate's second wedding has been a plot point we've been knowing that was coming for quite some time. We've hinted at it many times in the deeper future that, was something, that something was amiss between Kate and Toby, and it's been part of their plan all along. And not only that, but the actors who play uh, Kate and Toby have known about this the entire time, and they've been letting them navigate that split yeah. as it naturally happens. And it's at that journey, Dan Fogelman says, that it's something that they haven't really done on this show yet. And these two actors are going to have some really meaty stuff to love dig it. into next year. Uh, speaking of Chrissy Metz and Chris Sullivan, uh, like everything on the show, I think we're going to be able to find something difficult and find something beautiful inside. I love it. So we have to operate under the assumption that these two are getting married because Dan Fogelman showrunner says that's what's happening mm-hmm. so that's that's what i got for i you. dig it okay um and like that's the thing are like are they trying to trick us or are they just being honest
3: i think they're just being honest i think the trickery comes on kevin's side so we just leave Kevin and Madison not getting married. Yes. And then we are with Kevin in a room where he's getting ready and there's a whole bunch of girl stuff in this, you know, hotel room or wherever they are. Yep. There's girls clothes in the closet, a sweater that looks remarkably close to the same sweater that Madison wears inside the kitchen when Nikki is shooting them on the iPad. Yes. There's makeup inside the like on the tabletop yes um so
5: he's with somebody he's with
3: somebody and potentially it's madison based upon some of the clothing items that look pretty similar and they're chummy and then she says he says like oh how would you feel if i oh no she says i already told you 12 times this morning right that you're not supposed to come in here yes Twelve times this morning. Oh, girl. So granted, co-parenting, they can still be fantastic friends. I am totally down with that. I think Kevin and Madison are together. Now I don't think they are married. They were very sneaky little suckers to not show us Kevin's left hand. Or
5: or Madison's. She it was it was being hid.
3: They both their left hands show ever so slightly in two specific spots. Mm-hmm. But you can't freeze it easy enough to see. And their ring finger is the blurried one. So you're like, totally, like, unless Madison had a rock, you know, like a chunk of a ring, we would see it. But maybe they're just not married. You know what I mean? Maybe they're co parenting and like, but living together and, and, you know, just, just living life. Well, well, Dan
5: Folkman also had some stuff to say about Kevin and Madison. So uh, essentially, Kevin is practicing the wedding toast, of course, and that is he's reading off a notepad with the construction company logo of the big three homes, which Mm. is obviously uh, a big deal. Uh, In this case though, he says Kevin is the happiest the viewers have seen him in a long time. And shortly after, of course, Madison greets him and they're very familiar. And despite the heartbreak of that beautiful scene and the unusual breakup between them, clearly, Something is very right, says Dan Fogelman, between Kevin and Madison in the future timeline. To go beyond that, he says, I can't say we have our plan and we've had it for quite some time. There's genuine affection or maybe something more there. But outside of that is for next season to Agreed. reveal. Um, that's a big deal because is it possible the door that is there's open. still. Yeah. and And. <sighs> This is the thing I'm struggling with here. Waffling, waffling. There you go. Uh, I'm struggling because we're talking about this flash forward instead of the freaking episode, the previous 45 minutes behind it. And it's good talk. I love talking. I love dis- dissecting all these little Easter eggs. I love w- wondering if whether or not she's wearing the earrings that she's, po- she's supposed to be wearing. I love all of it.
3: I wanted to talk about it to get it out of the way. Yeah. I mean, if there was water coolers... But this is the chatter. Could, this is the water cooler chatter. If you actually went to a job and there was a water cooler that you could drink out of... Yes. Can't so far, I bet. But one day, you know, in your brain, you can, like, imagine being actually at work with your coworkers rather than your remote desk. But if you were there by a water cooler, would you be talking about the, the first 30 minutes of the episode or the last few? Because the episode really isn't an hour long; it's all those dang commercials. Yeah, I know.
5: So it's it's forty minutes or yeah, whatever it is, forty-ish so minutes. For sure. So the
3: first thirty-five minutes of the show are the last five. Yes, people are talking about the last five, but a lot of its base is the previous thirty-five. I mean, because here's what stinks: we spend time with Tess and Beth. I'm bored with that story. I'm I'm happy that they made up.
6: Yes, but like.
3: Come on, Tess, stop it. It's not about you today. The Deja Malik. I'm sorry. We haven't spent enough time with Deja this season for yeah. me to like really worry about Malik going to school in Boston.
5: Sneaky sneaky clue too, by the way. Yeah. His daughter and the baby mama? Yeah. In Boston. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah. That's the it wasn't the fact that he was going away to Harvard. It was the fact that he was going to Harvard to be closer to the daughter and to the to the mom.
3: Well he doesn't he have the daughter.
5: Well, whatever. You know what I mean? Stats are for nerds.
3: Yeah, okay. That's what I'm... Yeah, but you're saying the baby mama mama is in in Boston. Yes. Um, So there were just all these bits. You know, obviously, what mattered a lot to me was the conversation between Madison and Kevin. This was like... This was the Madison episode. Yeah. This was, if you haven't been on the Madison train, here's what you need to know about this woman. Yeah, and
5: they've given a real characterization. Yes. You know, real stuff. And it, it goes back to... Uh, bringing full circle with her first appearance in the show, and you know, uh, with the weight problems and everything. Uh, but you know what? Let's keep going with uh, with the uh, big with three. the big three. Here we go.
1: Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Emily from Ohio. Hey, I wanted to give the season finale of This Is Us four point five lemonades. The good was Tess and Beth rekindling their relationship. Tess finally let her mom in, and Beth was able to do something really special for Tess with the um, bridesmaid dress. The bad was the ending. Like, what? <laughs> Kate and the mean Music Teacher? I wouldn't be surprised if they are trying to trick us again. The This Is Us writers are known for doing that to us. I saw some comments on the internet that were saying Madison and the Music Teacher might be siblings. So I guess we'll have to wait and see about that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the great was the conversation between Randall and Rebecca. I haven't cried much this season, but that scene made me tear up. Yep. Rebecca saying that she's crying over her mistakes, not because of jealousy, was exactly what Randall needed to hear, so that he could open up to her. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for both of them, honestly. Oh, an honorable mention was Uncle Nicky and his iPad yes. and his banter with Miguel. Thanks, guys.
3: You know, this is one of the reasons why I love hearing our listeners' big three
1: feedback yes, because absolutely. here I
3: was being like the test and the bath thing, and Emily. That's that's who Emily. Yep. Yeah. Just was like that was her good, and this is what's so awesome about this show mm-hmm. of This Is Us is we all can pull things that mean something to us. It doesn't mean that like something was wretched, right? It's just to me that didn't didn't percolate land. any kind of emotion in me. It didn't make me waffle in any which way.
5: Yep, but for in <laughs> <laughs> <You're> waffling, yeah, <laughs> Uh and for me the the Rebecca and. Um, Randall conversation. It didn't land. Which for I me, loved. Which yeah. it, it didn't land for me the way that I wanted it to. It's not to say that it wasn't good or well written. It just it didn't land. Um, the Uncle Nicky thing. That's another thing that we got to talk about here too. Talking about getting pantyhose or whatever with tights yeah, or whatever for the wife,
3: for the wife Sally.
5: And it's got to be Sally. The
3: only it, girl it's he's be. ever crushed on.
5: Exactly. And Like there are some people that have uh, that have said uh, that maybe in the future he's getting married to Rebecca.
3: Ew! Now we're totally Legends of the Fall.
5: Uh, that, legends of the Fall, yes, that's exactly what I, uh, th- it would be. And Dan Fogelman actually commented on that as well. He's like, is it, is it possible? Yes. I'm not going to say no. Rebecca
3: but for, would totally not be into Nikki.
5: For Rebecca to go from Jack to his best friend to his brother, that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's a lot to ask.
3: From like a jalapeno margarita to an Earl Grey yeah. To a bud. <laughs> a bud light. Bam. Just like that. A winner.
5: That's uh, basically what it, no, like no. man. Uh, good stuff.
3: Jalapeno good. margarita to Earl Grey. All right. You know, you're in a different phase of your you, life. You
5: can do it. it you know, you, you mature a little yes, bit. Sure, yes. Sure. you mature. Not. You're not going back to bud light. Uh, you're not going back to bud heavies. <laughs> um, but yeah it it's obvious that he's getting married in my opinion to Sally and that is how they're going to Unless reintroduce Unless
3: he is married to Cassidy. K- yeah I was just no, saying the I don't I don't think it's Cassidy.
5: I don't think that it is. I don't think that it is. Okay. Um I I'm guess, down
3: for Sally. You know
5: is it Again, is it possible that it's Cassidy? Yes. But there's no way they're reintroducing this idea of him Googling Sally in California without there being some kind of payoff. There's just no way. All right, let's get the next one.
2: Okay, hi. This is Kat from Philly. Hi, Kat. Kat. I I am reeling. I I just just finished watching the episode, and I don't even have a rating because my head is like so cloudy right now. Lots of lemonades. I feel like I have to give it more than I want to because I'm feeling... Things. (laughs) Oop. things. <laughs> so let's say 4.9 cuz I don't know if I have a good great best. Um my good was going to be that Kate and Toby's relationship was like on the mend. I was like, look at all this love. This is adorable. <sighs> Man, insane. Um I really liked the the Madison and Kevin. I liked how that came mm-hmm. to be. I loved learning more about Madison. I guess that's my uh, also good. I don't know, guys. I'm so this was crazy. This was a twist that got me, um, and I think that the fact that I went from being like Toby, 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 come on, Toby, do more, and then now I like feel so bad for Toby is a big deal. Like they just did such a beautiful job at. Uh, g- Doing that, I'm I'm reeling. I'm reeling. Um, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Also, I bawled my eyes out when Rebecca said, "Build me that house, Kevin." I was like, "Yes, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love you guys. I'm gonna miss you. This was insane. I'm reeling. Goodbye."
5: (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Cat? Makes
7: me wanna shout.
5: Yes, because all of us were reeling. I, I, I sat in my chair next to Mary watching that, that you know, final couple of minutes. And she's like, wow, that was something. Yep. And, I, and I, I confirmed. I was like, yes, that was something. <laughs> because it was absolutely uh, real worthy. Um, taking it back full circle with this cabin and the new house was really special. Yes. Really special. And they framed it in a great way because they were the, 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 the Pearsons were together talking about their, uh, about Jack, what he would do. And there's talking about the things that he would do. And they're actually doing them for Kevin. Mm -hmm. And all of them together are bringing this life force of Jack together. And it's only going to get manifested even more in this house um, that Kevin is going to build. And it brings it back to that reveal in season three of, whoa, there's this cabin they're all staying in. And, you know, much later on in the future, they're all together uh, and talking about those um, those those uh, flash forwards. So I really like how they tied it all back together with this moment, that it was the moment where Kevin doesn't get married to uh, Madison is what – spurs on this, the the creation of this house.
3: Heather Brocklevers on Facebook said her good was the healing of the relationship of Beth and Tess. It's nice to see they are heading in a good direction, and her bad From an emotional standpoint, was Madison's backstory with her mother and the the earrings and her relationship with her father. She deserves so much more, but the future looks good for her. I am proud of her for not settling for Kevin and wants to be fully loved. Malik and Deja, oh, my heart broke for her since you know he will go to Harvard. And her great was the return of Big Three Homes and Rebecca's Ask to Kevin. The ending, though, she writes, that was a gut punch, but not overly surprising since Kate and Toby have not been on the same page for a while. Yeah, did
5: you... I know, Mary, I know you didn't see Kate getting married to your boy, Philip. I know you didn't see it coming. No. Did you... Did you see them not being together? Like, uh, Toby and Kate? Yeah. I did, too. I think the writing is on the wall for that, and... One of the issues that I thought this episode was going to fall into was they're wrapping up the Kate and Toby storyline just like so neatly and so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like, OK, we're going to work through it together because we're awesome. And I quote movies. Yay. And then they followed up with, no, there are so many more things I love about you. And I'm worried at that moment. Oh, is is this how they're going to handle it? Is this what they're going to do? And then they drop the uh, the England size bomb on all of us. Uh, that you know the the future brother the future brother in law here uh, and by the way, speaking of that let 's put into context all of the flash forwards that we 're having okay uh we have the five year flash the five year flash forward which we
3: just saw last night, so when the when the big three are forty five
5: correct ish then we have uh the ten years the the her flash forward where uh, Rebecca is like sick, and yes. they they're in the cabin. And then we have even further into the future. Jack Jack is Jack, rock Jack Jack star. is rockstar. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that we all yes. understood that, and that we are we again operating under an assumption that we're all on the same page here. Uh, so we can call it a, like short, medium, long flash forward. I guess I'd say
3: five, 10,
5: 20. 20.: Yeah, sure. All right, 25? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 20. Okay. I'll, I'll go with 20 on that one. Um, yeah, all right, that's all right. all right. Let's look at, let's get some more here.
7: Hi, Mary and Blake. It's Brittany from PA. I do not have a lemonade rating because I keep going back and forth. It was a five, it was a 4.2. Like I just can't <laughs> settle. So I guess maybe 4.5. Cool. Um, my good was Randall and Rebecca First of all, his little rap to himself, Randy P, I loved that. But Rebecca <laughs> at the end saying, I robbed my favorite person of <sighs> something huge. Yes. It just resonated with me. I was adopted, but I always knew my birth father. I always knew, him, and he was a part of my life, albeit a small one, because he had addiction issues. It just, it really resonated. Mm-hmm. My bad. I'm sorry, Blake, was way down we go. <gasps> It's such a current song, and it's not the typical feel of "This Is Us." It really <gasps> took me out of the moment. I wanted to love it because lyrically, that song does fit. My great is Madison.
5: All right, hold Brittany. She's joining live. Oh no! Uh, you know what? I'm just I'm going to play this shame, Brittany. You got a shame on out of me. I can't believe you got a shame. <laughs> D- dare I say not great Bob oh okay gosh, you know what, we'll, we'll continue on being the one to- Brittany you're out of the circle of trust no Brittany's out out of the circle of trust <laughs> can't believe that call it off I'm
7: a huge Kevison fan but her saying to him you taught me you showed me what I deserve and I I can't do this very great based on the flash forward I do think that they do fall in love and get married um, just her reactions to him, her smiles, the ease of, of how they interacted briefly. I, I feel it. My hot take, Philip is Madison's secret half-brother that she didn't know about. I think her mom comes back into the picture and Philip is revealed to be her brother.
5: Fair, uh, fair. But you know what? All right, Brittany, even though you're out of the circle of trust, I'm going to say this. I don't think that Kevin and Madison are together in, in the five-year uh, flash forward. I don't think they are. I do. I think it's Sophie. And, the, and even though I want Cassidy, I want Cassidy. It's not going to be Cassidy.
3: I think it's Madison.
5: It's going to be Sophie. And you want to know why I think it's Check Sophie? Check out that closet again, Blake. It's definitely a possibility. I'm not, not saying no, but I'm not saying that you're right. I'm saying it's Sophie because he is specifically quoting princess brad princess bride and we know how much that means between he and sophie he's specifically quoting that that line in kate's wedding and it just so happens that he's going to quote that line if he's married to madison who's kate's best friend no way no chance
3: why does he only hook up with Kate's best friends?
5: <laughs> I'm telling you, it is Sophie because of the marriage. That is the sneaky clue. Mowage. That Fogel- Fogelman.
3: Fogelman!
5: <laughs> That's what he did. Anybody got a peanut? <laughs> Brittany, you're still out. Not letting you back in until you apologize about Kaleo. Right, let's get to the next one.
4: Hi, guys. It's Gloria from Methuen. I-
5: oh, yes, Gloria. That's my
4: girl. Your cousin. From Boston. Gave this episode five lemonades. I thought it wrapped things up pretty nicely. Until the cliffhanger, of course. My good were the chairs Uncle Nicky gave them. I thought they were really cute with their initials in them and everything. My bad, oh, my God, Madison's parents were the worst. Seriously? And oh, yeah, And talk great. about self-absorbed people. Why did they even have a child? They just made her feel totally unwanted and not worthy of any love. Talk about, I will behave and not use a bad word, but you know what I mean. My great was the last scene with Rebecca in the big three. Build me that house, Kevin. Oh, my God. She said everything was going to be all right, and I believe her. I really thought that Toby and Kate were back on track at the end and were going to be okay, but they fooled me. I thought that maybe in the future Toby is a widower and that's why he's not wearing his ring. Don't be mad. I don't want her to be dead, but I just don't think Kate is around in the future. I hope I'm. I'm, uh, I'm just very dumb. <laughs> and in the end, I am glad that medicine figured out her worth and didn't marry Kevin. It was very, very self aware. Very good. But what's up with Kate's boss, Philip? Oh my God, seriously? I mean, what is happening there? I don't understand. Okay, looking Aw, forward to seeing you on Friday. Talk to you later. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's Office l-
3: romances can bloom. Yes. So, yeah, I think I don't think that she hooks up with Philip, and that's what breaks her and Toby. I obviously think she and Toby's relationship already has the breaks. I think Toby and she are going to break up. I don't know how they're going to work out. You know, the co-parenting in different places, but people do it and they figure it out. Um, But as I said, here's Philip who has a specialty in working with blind kids.
5: Yeah, and it's, that's exactly the reason why Jack-Jack Jack definitely is as musical as he is.
3: Well, and because of Kate yeah. and because of Rebecca.
5: I'm saying, but all of that combined, you know, like, yeah. you know, Captain Planet, off, off you know, there's, there's no heart person, but there, I'm sure there's a water and I'm sure there's a fire and I'm sure water. there's a... <sighs> Heart, hot's the, Heart's he the worst it. one.
3: Leave him alone. He was my the favorite. He could communicate with the animals. <laughs> it, seemed to
5: have been, it should have been animals. Then
3: animals. Did you actually even like watch the show? Of course I did. Hot was the worst one. No, it wasn't. You probably like the fire. Yeah,
5: kid. I wanted the fire guy. The fire one was the best one.
3: The heart one was mine.
5: <laughs> of course, he would be yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Dave here on Facebook says the long lost brother equals too much of an ass pull ASS pull, and it is followed up by Annalise Bishop here on Facebook saying lazy writing tactics. Ladies and gents, I concur. I, what
3: part is a lazy writing tactic? The,
5: the whole thing of the, she, he's the half brother and this oh, and that it's lazy writing. I don't writing. think it's
3: that. I don't think he's a half brother. I, would I know that it was a hot take. From Monica yes I don't think it's the he's a half brother
5: I don't think so either I, no he's getting married to Kate that is it Fulgerman said it it is what it is but this is before it was confirmed so uh, let's get the next one
0: hi Mary and Blake this is Annalise calling from Rochester New York hi Annalise hi, this is episode 5 Lemonades okay bring out the horses bring on the Charmin this is exactly what I would expect of a This Is Us season finale
5: hold on <laughs> there you go
0: My good was Madison telling Kevin that she couldn't marry somebody who wasn't in love with her the same way she was with them. Looking at Madison's past, you couldn't help but say, you go, girl, for realizing her worth. My bad was watching Kevin react to that news. You could see in his eyes and in his face that his heart was breaking, hearing Madison say that he was not going to get the happily ever after fairy tale marriage and family that he grew up with watching his parents. My heart broke when he was trying to convince Madison that it would work. Yeah. I really feel bad for him, but the acting was so good. And the way that it happened was just fabulously heartbreaking. My great was Rebecca telling Kevin that she wants him to build the house that Jack designed for them. I was happy to know that it was Rebecca's idea and that she would be possibly ending her life in the home that Jack wanted to build for them. I thought this was such a great episode. I watched it twice, cried both times, and I cannot wait to hear your feedback on it. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.
5: You know, the I, I think there's great feedback, actually, directly from... I know I've been quoting Vogelman a lot in this podcast. <laughs> nah. Uh, but I think it's apropos. Uh, and what he says, uh, finally, that what I have here is... Uh, Dan Fogelman says, the balancing act of our show has always been in mixing the tragedies and the heartbreak of life with the joy and the beauty. They have to be able...
3: (laughs) Your cousin from Boston. They
5: have to be able to coexist. He said, I was speaking recently about some of the losses and heartbreak that I've experienced in my own life and how at that moment, I would have been hard pressed to imagine any future joy or optimism. But there you are, five or 10 years later in life is in a different place. This show has always been about taking snapshots of a family's existence at one period of time and then looking backwards Mm -hmm. or looking forwards and seeing how you get from point A to point B or sometimes point B to point C or even sometimes C to, to B. But ultimately, it's an optimistic show. So, Mary, I... Part of me thinks that it's almost a little too cynical uh, to think that Kevin and Madison aren't going to get married.
3: They were so sneaky. He even picked up like two things on his table with his right hand. He picked up something with the right hand and then he awkwardly picks up another thing with his right hand just so he doesn't show (laughs) his dang left hand.
5: Elizabeth here on Facebook asks, who was in the car pulling into the house when Rebecca is dying?
3: Uber Eats she's here with the pizza (laughs) (laughs) I got too many people in this house and not enough food (laughs) everyone is waiting when is she gonna arrive (laughs) Angela in the SUV is supposed to give me my dominoes where's
5: the dominoes you know Uncle Nicky's like hey you got money for a tip for the dominoes again
3: (laughs) (laughs) what's this Uber Eats
5: we oh, just, just used to have
3: little Caesars. Oh my god! Oh, now I get a lady great. in an SUV with Uber Eats. Now, if you
5: remember, Toby was saying to Kevin, "Hey, I talked to Kate, and they're on their way."
3: Okay, it's Blake, Kate hold and Philip. Blake in the ten year future.
5: In the in the in the year yeah, in the ten year future, future. Toby is talking to Kevin when without Kevin's, a wedding ring. Kevin's now. a silver fox. Toby does not have a wedding ring, and, and he's like, "Oh, wait, oh yeah, I, I talked to them. They're on their way." He doesn't
3: say Kate is on their way.
5: He doesn't say Kate. That's right.
3: They are on their way.
5: They are on their way. Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, I talked to He said, I talked to Jack. Yes. They're on their way. Jack, Jack. Jack, Jack. Yeah.
3: And he could just be going. Jack, Jack could be going with like a friend or a sister or somebody. I don't know what you're trying to get at. I think it's
5: Philip and Kate. That's what I'm getting at. That's great. So I'm just, I'm throwing that out oh, okay. there. Elizabeth asked a question. I think it was, I think it was my original hot take. So I'm kind of doing a take reversal. Um, I'm, I'm definitely doing a take reversal. You're getting me dizzy. With my all this original waffling. take, My. <laughs> this is a waffling take, okay? It, my original take was that it was Sally on the way with somebody. I mean, who needs Sally?
3: Yeah. You, you're more excited to get pizza.
5: Definitely more excited to get more pizza. For, then see Sally. <laughs> um, so that's that. All right. We got one final voicemail right here.
2: So the series was good. The series finale was good. However, it left me with more questions than it did answers. Mm. Like with Kate and her boss uh, from the School for the Blind. What the heck was going on there? And her getting married again.
3: Yeah. She's hot for teacher. Hot. That's, that's what she's got going on, <laughs> she's, man. She's like that British accent. And, <laughs> um, you know what it was? What? What he just said to her over the phone. What do you mean? The whole like, I didn't want you, but the truth is that you were made for this and I am not letting you leave. Yeah. Uh, fair and enough. That, that was Toby Maguire. <laughs>
5: what do you mean, Tobey Maguire? At the end, when he's like, oh, I Jerry Maguire, whatever. <laughs> That's
3: are for nerds. I just. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Who is Toby Maguire?
5: Toby Maguire is Spider Man, you hoop.
3: <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I thought I just mixed up Toby because Toby's in the show. Anyway, we need to like get out of the big three. We have been here for so long. Are there any more voicemails? No, there's it no is... more voicemails. Okay, because I hope we've covered well, most we've of the Well, we've talked a notes. lot about what we were going to. You know... This has been a hell of a long episode, which is great because it's the finale. Well, it's only been an
5: hour. We're, we usually run an hour. I know, but we're
3: still finishing the
5: big three. Uh, well, Yeah, but we've been talking. A lot throughout this whole thing, and we we've talked about the fact. Oh, by the way, sneaky clue here, sneaky clue, which you love, love sneaky clues. Yes, you all do. about the sneaky clue life. It was there, there was a reason why your boy uh, your boy Miguel. Oh, good. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. There's a reason why he says to Uncle Nicky,
3: "I've been doing this for twenty years.
5: I run I ran a multi million dollar construction company. I can do this." It's because he's going to work with Kevin to make big tree yeah. homes. Yeah. Well, Kevin's going Kevin's going to put it all together with the money. He's going to he's going to finance the whole thing and your boy Miguel is going to help him run it. Yep. And that is what Kevin will be doing in the future. He's going to let go of acting, which which would make sense. You want to know why? Yeah. It would make sense that he lets go of acting to be with <gasps> Sophie.
3: I was going to say that be with anybody it be would home no no no. Kids? it would
5: rhyme because they got divorced because of the acting mm-hmm. and he lets go of the acting builds a home for his family the one um and, and stays home is able to, d- to devote the time to the relationship that he never could and that is with sophie
3: i mean he talks about how badly he's done with long distance relationships so you're right it's not like kevin's hankering to go back far away on set
5: yeah, I think, I think the acting career is done. I think that's the end.
3: And the Oscar is just for world's greatest dad.
5: <laughs> it might be.
3: I'm totally down with it. You know who that Oscar is from? Who? Nikki. Nikki or Miguel. <laughs> but I'm thinking Nikki because Nikki has was such odd gifts. Yes. Like really odd, weird gifts that I think, but like thoughtful, you know? Sure. Like who brings snow globes for babies?
5: Uh, who makes snow globes for babies?
3: I mean, they break. You can't hand it to the baby. They're too little. They're cute. And then Adirondack chairs. Very useful. <laughs> so maybe Nick him, Nicky gets him and a fake Oscar trophy. I, I'd be down with that. That'd, see, that'd be something Nikki would do. I
5: would. I would agree. I would agree. Um... <sighs> I really feel like they did Madison real justice in this episode. Concurred. Taking her own agency and, and, and believing in it and saying, no, we're going, we're not going to just, I, I'm not going to have the scraps of affection. I'm not going to be grateful for the scraps of affection.
3: I was sitting there being like, Kevin, stop talking. Just say, I love you. But he didn't. And I'm proud of him.
5: Yeah, because he couldn't. Yeah. He just, he couldn't. He couldn't um, lie. So I think we've gone through a lot of this episode, Mary, and I, what I, I <laughs> yes playing with the cat. Oh my goodness. Come on, man. <laughs>
1: How to tell when the hosts aren't listening.
5: What? That was me. Um, where are you with this season, Mary? Now that the season has been completed. to be
3: honest. I don't know where I am. Then. I'm okay, but I think I'm a, I think I'm satiated and I'm thankful for all that we got during this crazy year that This yes. Is Us has had to be on TV for and deal with all the COVID situations. So I'm very thankful. I come from a grateful, thankful place. We've got pregnant, baby popping out, Mandy Moore still bringing it. Gosh, she did such a great job in this mm-hmm. episode.
5: Mandy Moore has, has done an incredible job.
3: Always. Like, always. Always.
5: But this this episode, and I think season six, is going to be a big shining moment for her.
3: 7 a.m., the usual morning lineup, is makeup <laughs> on that girl. The amount of precision with the makeup, but just how she is able to still be Rebecca, but does those little tweaks. Gosh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Yep. Um, are there any other people that we wanted to make sure we tackled in this episode? We got Beth and Tess. We've got Randall and um, Rebecca. We have Toby and and Kate. Um, We have the other kids, you know, just doing their thing. Deja and Malik. We didn't
5: talk about Randall having the article in The New Yorker. That was what... Quoting him being a rising star. Now, my gut, my gut here tells me, you know what, Mm. I'll, I'll just, I'll play it again. You're getting like 40 million hot takes this episode. I mean, it's
3: the finale. Let's go for it. Sure. We've got a long time to my, see what comes true. My gut tells me that
5: in The New Yorker, you're getting someone calling him a rising star. That to me is he's moving up in the world uh, in terms of his politics, and he is going to become a representative or he's going to become a senator. Um, Do they
3: write just about like random Pennsylvanian senators in the New Yorker?
5: Not necessarily unless like, do you remember the 2004 Democratic uh, National Convention? No. No, that's okay. That's when President Obama gave that first big speech and he landed on everybody's radar. Okay. And that's when it was solidified that he was going to be the next big thing. That 2004 speech just blew everybody's doors off, and he was it. I'm not saying that Randall's going to have a President Obama 2004 Democratic National Convention speech, but I am saying he will do something that gets national attention, which will put him into a place of being in a in a national position. Okay. That's why I think he's going to be considered the rising star of – I don't know. Let's just say the Democratic Party. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. That's my guess.
3: All right.
5: Is that f- fair?
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like a softball pitch, but sure. I that's not softball. Like low, like you know what?
6: Is it like, it's, like it's,
3: an actual softball, like the ones that you'll throw to like a 5-year-old, like a pillow ball? <laughs> You literally just said, like, he's going to do something that gets national attention. Yeah, he's mentioned in the New Yorker with a big picture, saying rising star. I know, but... I mean, it's not something that you... you just asked me. It's not something that is X-Files music worthy.
5: Well, that's just our hot take music. I'm just saying... I'm not saying it's tinfoil hat worthy. I'm saying...
3: It's pretty much you saying, I think Kate gets married in the future.
5: No, it's, it's not that. It's not that. I'm reasoning it out. I'm reasoning out why he's the rising star. And I think it has to do with his political career, and he has done—he's going to do something that garners national
3: attention. I will once again say that's very obvious.
5: Listen, it's not a—it's not a. its not a I mean, unless take. it's
3: because he starts some viral TikTok trends with like dancing with their shirt we, we've off. We've
5: already done it. Mm-tick, 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 mm-tick. <laughs> Listen, it's not—it's Cher- not a Chernobyl take, okay? But this is like, you know, maybe you, you put the microwave on kind of take. Gosh,
3: I hate when you say Chernobyl take. It makes me so uncomfortable.
5: <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to talk about for this episode? Is I loved that
3: Jack was in the finale. I loved
5: yeah. it. What, oh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that up finale. Up the, the, um, the, the flashbacks. Back. Yes, let's talk about that. Did they... Are we shoehorning those in?
3: Or... What are we? 1983?
5: 1983 Yeah, I'd say 80 f- 84. Four.
3: Yeah, I'd say yeah. 84. I don't think we're Actually, shoehorning when, when
5: those is in. That, when, is that di- when is that dynasty...
3: Well, you look at how old those kids are. Those kids look like they're three, and they were born in 80. So I'd say 83. That sounds good.
5: No, let's see.
3: 83, 84?
5: Actually, I know I got it right here. Hold on. But
3: what I loved about it is we haven't had a lot of Jack in this season. We're missing him, and yet we're referencing him. And Rebecca keeps talking about how she feels like she's forgetting bits and pieces of Jack. And for her to be able to reference that wedding um, that they went through with the kids also just to show another side of Rebecca of how she really was always giving herself as a mom to these triplets. Um, it made me think about, you know how she said, you know, I, I remember, I remember you looking at me and there were three different times where I wondered if you were picturing your birth parents mm-hmm. and what they would have been like if they had been at a wedding day or something. And, you know, Randall just opened up several episodes ago to Kevin about his, was it imaginary family? I'm forgetting the exact terminology. But you know how he like would have, he had that like imaginary? Oh, the, the ghost kingdom. The ghost kingdom. I got you. Like here she is saying, I've, I wondered at that moment, and I've I wondered in many moments if you had I, essentially a ghost kingdom.
5: Sure. I got it right here. Dynasty. The reason why I know this is because the episode that Rebecca was talking about was the finale. Uh, of season five. Which you know ju- this? I, I, I just know. No, it's I, called Google. I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's the finale of season five and it features a wedding. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Died. This is season five and this is us. They're yeah. featuring a wedding. Okay. There's some good symmetry there. Yes. Probably the reason, you know, it aired May 15th, 1985. So this oh, is 1985. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 1985. Kids
3: are a wee bit older. Kids,
5: kids are about five. Right. Yeah. So there you go. I got you. I, I I take care of you.
3: They were creepy for five. Our five year old wouldn't stare at us like that. <laughs> They're staring at us like children of the
5: corn. <laughs> <laughs> um. So is it? What is this shoehorned in?
3: I don't think so. Uh, I think uh, you need you need some jack time. Is it shoehorned in slightly because of the time constraints with the pandemic? Maybe. We needed some Jack Pearson time at some point towards this, especially because Rebecca's referencing him so heavily at the end. We need to be feeling this connection with the dad. We need that that wedding um, aspect tied in over the multi-generations. I enjoyed having Rebecca reference that in the tie with Randall. I don't feel like it was shoehorned in. I felt pretty good with it.
5: I felt pretty good with it, too. I, I actually liked the conversation about the taping and the dynasty and having the do not tape over the whole thing. That brings back a flood of memories for me, uh, having all those labels on all the old VHSs uh, in, in in my house. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it fits in with the episode the way that the Madison stuff fits in. Although Madison's, I think, is, you know, it, it gives you emotional context it gives you emotional math as to why mm-hmm. she made she makes the decision that she makes um, and I, I think this is more thematic for the 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 flashback w- with with Jack uh, and the family and how they all have their hands together by the end and they talk and they show their life together and all in in the, the the memories and it's more thematic I think than practical the way that I think Madison's flashback was practical um, but Yeah, I think it was good. Agreed. I think it was good. All right. You got anything else? Uh, If anybody else uh, here live wants to say anything real quick over the next couple of seconds, (laughs) you're more than welcome to. If we miss something that you want us to talk about, we are glad to do so. If you do, put a lemon uh, in in front of it, and that way we know you want us to talk about it. Because, again, this is the finale. It's all for for us, man. This is us, man. This is us, too. We can talk about this stuff and uh, have fun with that. So... Uh Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I agree. That's all I got. Well, thank
3: you all so incredibly much oh, for tuning oh, in. Oh, wait, oh whoa, I'm not whoa. closing. I'm not closing.
5: Oh, what? Oh, hey, are we, you? We got, we got in or out, man.
3: I know, I know. I wanted to remind everybody. Oh, okay, Once again, like we are still podcasting. Blake and I are going strong. Um, MarianBlake.com, it's your one-stop shop. If you're into Harry Potter, check out the Potterverse. If you like The Last Kingdom on Netflix, we're going to be starting that up in June. Uh, If you've never watched it before, you can start it up with us as we started up in June because we are going to be starting at the very beginning before it's a very good place to start. (laughs) That's right. As Blake said, we have loads of other things going on through our channels. You can make sure to Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all by searching Miriam Blake. But now it's time for In and Out.
5: Well, Brittany here on Facebook just says, I'm sorry, Blake. Because she didn't like your song. Because she didn't like my song. She
3: did not. It's okay. It's okay, Brittany. It's you're, okay. Still, you're
5: still out of the circle of trust. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Kathy asks, why didn't Randall's birth mother look for him or William?
3: We did not get that. I, Question yeah, answered.
5: I don't. Well, no, she did. She's like she felt like she didn't deserve.
3: Oh yeah.
5: You know, seeing them. Um, so that's the, That's the reason why. And she was in jail and the whole thing. So go back to our episode for birth mother. I think it was. Yeah, when we talk about all of that stuff. So that's that. All right, let's get into in or out. What's it gonna be, McFly?
3: <laughs> Are you in or out?
5: All right, Marvin. Okay. First big one. In or out on Philip? I'm in. I'm out on principle.
3: Oh. You're out because you're just too used to the same seven people you see on screen.
5: (laughs) I just, I don't like the fact that I've spent all, I like Toby. I do like Toby. Though, he's got some bad stuff going on. Got no communication.
3: I don't like Toby anymore. I don't think I'm. I'm out. I wouldn't want to be married to Toby. No, thanks. What the heck still even happened with that CrossFit lady? All done. Goodbye. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Goodbye. You're out.
3: I mean, they need some help. They need some couples therapy and stuff to see if it can work out. That's, but like, That's what I'm getting The at. other thing is, is that, so um, for those of you who don't know, I am a child of divorce. Um, and my older sister is um, special needs. Mm-hmm. So statistically, parents with a special needs child do not fare well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the marriage category, yep. Speaking, speaking also from personal experience, um, but it is—it's just—it's an alarming statistic.
5: I think I, I'm a, I'm a stubborn out on Philip, but I'm willing to be in. I gotta I gotta get some more from Philip next season, which obviously they're gonna they're gonna dive into. All right, next out in or out, uh, in a route on the chipmunks.
3: Oh my god, so in that it bothered me immensely that they forgot Theodore, who is by far the kindest, most wonderful of the chipmunks. Like, Alvin? Jerk. Selfish. Jerk. Slytherin. Goodbye. 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 (laughs) Simon? Okay, but like honestly, would probably not realize you were about to be hit by a train because he was too busy reading a book. Theodore has this. Theodore is the like definition of Hufflepuff. No, Simon is a Ravenclaw. Simon is a Ravenclaw. And Theodore is a straight up as Hufflepuff as they come. Okay. You're a wizard, Harry. Always taking care of people, always checking up on Dave. Are you all right? Do you want to snuggle? I want to snuggle. Like, let's do this, man. Snacks up the wazoo. (laughs) He's awful. You forget Theodore? Not okay. Out. How can you forget Theodore? How do children of the
5: 80s forget Theodore? That's right. How? As a matter of fact, when Kate was saying Alvin and Simon and Mary and I both said Theodore. You doo, no, we
3: didn't just doo, say. It. Yeah, we like sang it like yeah. we started
5: singing the song.
3: Now, if she was going to say, "Oh, I forget the Chipettes names,"
5: uh, you know what? Totally fine. Fine, fine. I'm okay. I couldn't, I couldn't even st- tell you what the Chipettes are. See,
3: right? Exactly.
5: I remember. The, I know the one with the glasses.
3: They. It was basically like. Add boobs and bangs, <laughs> and that's the chipettes.
5: Out on the chipettes. Way out on the chipettes.
3: I would agree.
5: That, that, was, that was creative bankruptcy by that point. They Come ran on. out of stuff to do. So they're like, oh, let's just make the chipettes more chipmunks that can talk, and they just happen to be girls. and The mirror, mirrors do the actual chipmunks. What are we doing here? Creative bankruptcy.
3: Okay, so chipmunks.
5: In or out on uh, bridesmaids dresses.
3: Uh, I'm not a great person to ask about this. Why not? Because I don't like, like formal weddings. But, uh, that's why I want to know if you're in or out. So I'm out. I am out, but I was marrying a groomzilla. <laughs>
5: that's very true. I that was going to be my story that I was a groomzilla. I was running around making sure that everything was perfect i had a I had a clause in our contract that they had to make sure that all of the twinkling lights in the in the uh, in the trees in the tree, in the trees in our
3: every single light bulb had to be perfectly had to,
5: lit had to be perfectly lit if there was one light bulb out i wasn't paying for that wedding and they made sure they made sure that entire that the reception area was lit. Perfectly. There was a contract. There was a cost. You had
3: nice bridesmaid dresses. You did. Yeah. You did. And
5: you've had um you had good bridesmaids dresses for our wedding. Because you allowed some choice. You just said, I I, I have a colour, get this colour, and then you but you allowed choice in how the dress was made and like how
3: No. Yes yes there was. No. They all wore the same dress. You sure? One hundred percent. You sure? I went to the dress shop, picked which dress looked best on me, told the girl <laughs> to pick it. <laughs> I was like, this looks pretty. <laughs> Oh I think it was on my uh, my to-do list from, from Groomzilla. Go pick out brides- bridesmaid dresses. Yeah, that's and I true. was like, oh my God, this is going to be uh, so much work. I'm going to have to ask everybody what style they like. I'll just go to the dress store. This one works. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Veronica here on Facebook says, Haha, when I, Kevin said it, I immediately thought, I bet Blake was a groomzilla. 100%. Totally a groomzilla. Uh, I'm kind of in on bridesmaids dresses as long of course you are. as they're not like out there. I don't want something crazy. Give me something that I can wear you later
3: never, on. No, that's the thing. You can't wear bridesmaid dresses later on. Why not? you, you, and you can say wear a dress that you love that is rose colored and then have like a nice ombre different kind of rose colored dresses, but if everybody has to wear the same dress, it looks like a bridesmaid dress and you can't wear it again.
5: Well, that's not true. That's I'm not, not you, true. Man. If you get if you get a good dress, you get a you get a nice one that's not like Polka dots or something. I don't know. Whatever. No, something weird. I am
3: all about let people pick their own dress. You can give them potentially some color scheme ideas. You could put, but I'm telling you, bridesmaid dresses, you
5: can't wear and them. And Elise again. says you can wear them straight to the
3: trash. Shh. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly.
5: You had a bad bridesmaid's dress.
3: Which one? Oof. The brown one?
5: Yes, the, the brown green one? one. The brown one was bad. Oof. Send shivers up your spine bad.
3: <laughs> I used it, I cut it up, and I used it for the wardrobe and Beauty and the Beast in a play. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what I would do with my bridesmaid dresses. All right,
5: next one. Uh, in or out on Children of the Corn. I
3: never watched it. You never watched it? No. Nope.
5: Uh, I just found out that Mary has never watched the movie Nerds, The Revenge of the Nerds. No. Nope. And we we have this sound. I
3: know. Ah! And I hate that sound. It comes- You play it for me, like,
4: daily.
5: It, it comes- Directly from Revenge of the Nerds, and we've you've ne- in the eleven years that we've been married, how have I never known that you've never seen Revenge you know of the Nerds? what I've also never seen what
3: that movie where the kid uh, is it Little Monsters, where he pees in a bottle and he tells people it's apple juice. I feel like that's like an eighties movie too. Oh, There's- Little Monsters! Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never watched that either. You've never watched that? No.
5: Oh, my God.
3: No! God, I don't need to please, watch these no. movies. You
5: have to watch them.
3: No! You don't have to. You, you no! have to.
5: Oh, it's watch like saying that. you haven't watched The Goonies.
3: I did watch that. I
5: know okay. you've seen that. All right. Um, in or out on Renewing Vows. I'm into it. I'm way in.
3: That's more my speed.
5: Yes. Yes. you. Y- Renewing vows is great.
3: Oh my God. You know, it'd be so fun. What? A renewal. Can we do this? A vow renewal mm-hmm. with like um, a food truck pizza oven, make your own pizzas with like the like fire pit pizza people. Stop it. What the heck? You don't like pizza?
5: No, I, I love pizza. But we all know what happens when you get people near melty, melty stuff no, you with don't fire. Make your,
3: oh, you don't stick it into the fire. The people who work the food truck have the fire pit and okay. they're making the okay. pizzas. And they say, right. what do you all want right. on it? All right. Oh, you all right. want some peppers and now, some olives? Now I'm in. Gotcha.
5: I'm in. I'm in
3: now. That's what I think would be fun.
5: When do you want to renew our vows then? With pizza.
3: <sighs> oh, our anniversary is on a Saturday this year. <laughs>
5: you want to do it this year? Groom Silo? I think I have enough time to put it all together. You probably do. <laughs> all right, in or out on soap operas like Dynasty. Out. I'm out. I'm out.
3: They suck me in and I can't stop.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is with soap operas? They it, never it, age. Especially current ones. Uh, the, the motion effect of soap operas where they have like the high resolution and it, ju- it just looks funny. Just looks funny. I don't like the look. It's called the soap opera effect. Hate it. Can't stand it. I'm out on soap operas. In uh, a on taking video with an iPad or taking pictures with an iPad.
3: Okay, so here's a scoop. I'm out, except I'm in because my iPad is a better camera than my phone right now. So <laughs> secretly, no, I sometimes just take pictures. Old. <laughs> no, I, I sometimes take pictures on my iPad.
5: Uh, nope. Nope. Out. I know you're out. You see somebody walking around with a giant I'm not I- iPad? I'm walking around. It's in my house. I'm just saying. You're walking around taking video with a giant iPad? Get out of here Maybe with
3: that. Maybe it's
5: the only thing they got. Uh, get out of here. If you, you, you're telling me you got an iPad, but you don't got an iPhone? Probably. Stop that nonsense. All right. In a route on Adirondack chairs? In. Love Adirondack chairs.
3: Except when they're covered in pollen and you don't know it. And you get up and you got a green butt.
5: Good point. Don't want the green butt.
3: But I do love Adirondack especially chairs, especially comf- like they're comfy. I don't even know how they're comfy. They're wood, but yeah. just the way that they slope, and you're like, "Am I being hugged?"
5: <laughs> <laughs> are you by in a- wood in or out on the plastic Adirondack chairs?
3: I'm in, except you just need to come to an agreement that they break after a season or
5: two. They they definitely yeah. break after a season or two, especially if they've been out in the cold. And you know, up here, obviously, in, in Rhode Island, in the Northeast, like it gets cold, man. They, these things are in storage. And they get brittle when they get cold. You
3: don't put ours in storage. No, I put them in the.
5: I put them in the outdoor storage.
3: And that's why they break. Because of how you put them in there. What are you talking about? You squish too many things around in our storage. Uh,
5: get out of here! <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. Last one. In or out? Frankie Valley. In. Out. What? Out. Out. Want nothing to do with Frankie Valley. The the voice way too high. Unnaturally high.
3: I have seen that Broadway show, Jersey Boys, yeah, twice, twice, twice. Get and, out of here! And I will tell you what: when shows come back to town, I would see it a third time. I'm not saying it's my favorite show; it's definitely not my favorite show. Yeah, but when I see musicals with music that I love, unlike the Green Day musical, that one stunk. It was like dark <laughs> and deep, and no, way too much. Not too much. Oh, get out of here You're probably just jealous Because you can't even match pitch I don't even care about matching pitch why are you so mad about it? It's not pleasurable to my ear
5: If I hear Frankie Valli, I'm like It's
3: too much But it's going to be on like a cello Or violin Or viola I think that's actually quite witty To have Frankie Valli music played in a string quartet Why? I don't know I just think it would throw people for a loop They'd be like Oh, they'd kind of be like tapping their toe Like, why do I know this song? so happy and upbeat but like i don't get it like at our wedding we played the princess leia theme It was yes we did with acoustic guitar and the flute as i walked down the aisle That's right. and people were like this sounds vaguely familiar but it was just out of place for them so i'm down
5: we played blackbird remember that yeah that that was a song i picked for as i think it was as we was it as we walked down together was we played they played blackbird
3: i don't think so. i don't really know
4: i don't remember i can't remember
3: i mean you picked most of the things. <laughs> <laughs> I did.
5: All right. That Thank is you. the end of our hot takes. And that, I think, is the end of our episode. <laughs> just laughing gents.
3: at the craziness of our wedding and how I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll do a vowel move with the food truck that sells pizza. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm in, man. Now I that know. we don't have to make our own pizza, we can just tell them what to make and they do it for us. I'm in. Okay. Let's do it. I, let's We'll do a, a Valerie renewal. I may not be able to put together. We're going to need some uplighting. Oh. We're going to need some uplighting.
3: Okay, let's move on.
5: All right. You ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. All right, let's do it. And uh, Brittany, this one's for you. Oh, Father,
4: tell me Do we get what we deserve
7: How can
3: Can you open his mouth? Can you do that with your mouth open?
2: (laughs)
4: Do
2: I
3: have
5: have to kick you out of the circle of trust too?
3: No, I'm just. I think that his mouth is very. Yeah, he does weird things to his mouth. Well, he's
5: from Iceland. What do you want?
3: Do they yodel over there?
5: <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's like thinking of like the Netherlands,
3: mm, Austria. He kind of reminds me of Robert Pattinson's singing voice.
5: Yes, he does. Oh, you want to go? You want a deep nerd cut? Go <laughs> listen to Robert Pattinson sing on uh, the Twilight soundtrack. The Twilight soundtrack. That that song, Never Think. It's really good. It's really good. (laughs) And I hate that I love it so much, but I love it. Oh, man.
3: People are begging you to make up with Brittany.
5: Oh, she did apologize.
3: Oh, everyone's saying that my comments are really weird. (laughs) Apologies. Okay. On this note, everybody, we would love to thank you for hanging out with us for this season of This Is Us we're going to be with you when the next season comes we're probably going to have a couple of episodes hopefully leading up to it we'll see what we can do sure in the time being don't forget check out our other podcast by searching maryandblake.com we cover all sorts of fandoms who knows what we'll be doing by the time This Is Us comes back that's but true we're going to have you covered do we have an idea Blake of when it will be back
5: yes 2022 it is back uh, and it could be mid 2022 okay that's the idea that they have right now but we'll see
3: alright my name's Mary
5: Ah, man. My name's Blake, and I love Kaleo and Brittany. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Maybe you're back in the circle of trust. Maybe we'll see.
3: This is us too.